Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, it's Murad Morali, and welcome to Hashtag I'm Over It, where we talk all things from pop culture to trending topics and have important discussions. Be sure to let me know what you guys are over to with the hashtag I'm Over It because we have a lot to get into. And definitely don't forget to click that button and subscribe. It's just one click for consistent content always. Hey guys, it's Murad Morali. Hopefully you guys are doing well today. I know I haven't come to you guys with a podcast in a very long time. Truthfully speaking, in the last couple of weeks or so, it's just been very strenuous on me. So many unfortunate family-related emergency situations that have really taken place. And with this pandemic and with the coronavirus currently at large, it has unfortunately affected my family as well. So things are going really, you know not just left but just have been very emotionally exhausting so i really just had to prioritize only certain platforms at the basic moment but now you know i'm back on the podcasting i know i haven't given you an episode for a while and you know some of you guys have been dming me and i've even seen comments on my channel like Murad, please put up a new episode and you know plenty of likes so you guys are obviously frustrated and waiting for a new episode so i only can apologize but i thought i'd come back you know with a very strong topic at hand here where i wanted to kind of do this kind of you know podcast documentary style related episode in really just discussing in length the racism that you know certain contestants have faced when it comes to the show when it comes to love island and we just we have a handful of individuals of people from you know different seasons that really have gone through their own trials and tribulations unfortunately so many hurdles that they simply did not need to face yet they face them because of the color of their skin and because of subconscious and most definitely conscious forms of racism because i feel like so much takes place with this show and yes we love it and i can sit here for hours on days telling you about so many different reasons for why i love this show but this show is also very problematic in matters that I feel aren't raised enough. And that is where I want to specify when it comes to the show, that there are so many different issues at hand here that the public and, you know, forum, you could say the stratosphere, don't really raise as much. And I find that to be quite interesting most definitely and i feel like we need to tackle it and tackle it hard which is why i wanted to come with this kind of you know documentary style related stuff so i didn't really watch 
you know the early seasons of the show with such interest like I wasn't there day in day out I wasn't reviewing the show day in day out I was reviewing I started reviewing the show on my channel from the, the 2017 version which is where Amber and Kem won however I was only doing it periodically I wasn't doing it every single day so I wasn't able to you know intensely review the show and really kind of not experience but just witness the first-hand experience that some of these contestants would go through so I can't really talk in depth of other contestants from shows that I didn't review as much but I want to start with contestants like Marlin from the 2016 version who evidently suffered in such a way that I feel like nobody really raised awareness now I like Marlin I feel like she comes across well she's gone through so many different situations herself let alone this but being last picked on the show is normally something that has uh, that is a kind Kind of occurrence when it comes to a person of color be it brown or black when it comes to the show there's always going to be some kind of issue at hand here and we have that with Marlene where she was picked last I think being you know the only brown girl I feel like she suffered from that extent and perhaps she felt it as well but I don't or haven't seen her speak out on it but I'm pretty sure that you know these were elephants in the room you could say back in the day during these seasons where none of these issues were really that addressed <clears throat> And it really is just unfortunate because it started off with small kind of, you know, snowball effects that eventually got bigger and bigger and bigger as this show has progressed. But I feel like there was somebody else on season one. I feel like some brown guy or something. I can't recall his name because I didn't really watch that season. I'm pretty sure the majority of the UK did not because the show wasn't that big at all. But during the early seasons of this show, when situations like this took place, because there wasn't such a massive interest via social media and stuff, you would see the stuff, but it really became the elephant in the room. It was disguised as something else. And I found that I find that just to be very frustrating where these situations weren't hit with the nail on the head. They were just pushed to the side, weren't really addressed, ignored, and as were acting as if it never really existed and kind of, you know, was in your face, but really wasn't really in your face. And that kind of frustration irritates me because you need to address these situations with such strong vocal awareness because if you don't start from a vocal awareness and beginning a conversation then where the hell do you start in raising any form of awareness like you just don't and I feel like it was brushed apart and ignored in you know the first couple of seasons but we also have Marcel who was really made to be a caricature at some point he was made to be someone who with humor made to be someone who was going to be on the sidelines made to be somebody who was going to be just an individual who was just there um, to help other people, to assist other people who also struggled in the first week as well. Alongside Montana, the other person of colour who struggled as well, both very good-looking individuals placed in a white dominant stratosphere who didn't really attain the Eurocentric forms of beauty, who struggled and struggled and struggled. And the producers kind of allowed this to take place as if it was humour for us to see this continuously take place. Now, yes, this happens to any other a lot of contestants, yet whether you're white or, or you know person of color whether you're brown or black but this would seem to be a continuous situation for several brown or black individuals contestants on the show and it can be very triggering and if people don't speak up about this i don't know who will because i'm not really seeing this addressed anywhere and like as much as other issues and i feel like it's just as important and both of these individuals were you know seen as the sideline montana was seen as you know somebody who was enjoying just enjoying a free holiday enjoying the snacks you know helping other people but she never really had her own strong drive of a love interest until the last couple of weeks on the show and same with Marcel he struggled a lot in the first couple of weeks as well and with even Amber stating the Amber from the 2017 version stating that you know she finds she finds Marcel intimidating I remember she's saying this from first sight 
Why do you find them to be so intimidating from first sight, but others individuals not? Do you know what I mean? I feel like there's different ends of the spectrum. You have people who are ignored for their colors, for their skin color, or they're hypersexually fetishized to be, you know, a certain aspect, and you think that that's just them. And I don't see any of that ever addressed anywhere. You know, we address mental health issues. We address, we you know. Um, whether we have people from different curves, different sizes, all of this is very important. But so are these racism issues just as important. And we don't see this being a shift at all. And, you know, moving on to Samira, I feel like she is also somebody who we massively have seen that has struggled on the show for so long, only to then leave with a guy called Frankie who cheated on her twice. My girl was crying and left the villa for a guy who didn't even like her. My girl left the villa for a guy who cheated on her twice. You 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 really hate to see it. And especially when she was sitting with Megan and um, Danielle, I think her name is... Jack, and, I don't know if that's her name, child, I don't even know. The girl who won the show from two years ago. And, you know, she was sitting with Megan saying, you know, um, you're beautiful, you're you, and, and I'm me. As if she's okay. As if she does, she won't meet the kind of subpar expectations when she was one of the most, you know, I'm not a massive fan of Samira, but let's be real here, she was a very good looking girl. And she had a personality as well, and she was always confident, and she would always, you know, of course she has a specific type. Okay, cool. When you have one certain type it can be harder for you but everybody's entitled to their own types of preferences and whatever but she struggled so much on that show where was that ever addressed from any public platforms where they've addressed other important issues and she went through hell on that show and i feel like it was just so unfortunate and unfair that you know being the first black woman on the show she really struggled to a whole new level and it really was unfair because even Samira herself wouldn't really want to address it as if she was embarrassed by it. And I can understand the notion of being embarrassed and so forth, but it's also like you have to take that in your stride and use that as confidence and own it and say, these were problems. I'm calling out the show. This is exactly what is going on. My peers also need to call them out regardless of color because they also become complicit and enablers in situations like this. If you're not raising these issues, if certain individuals like Samira were struggling so damn much. And I feel like there were elephants in the room beating behind the bush. They weren't saying girl it's because you're a black girl that you're struggling like you know they all knew it they thought of it but they weren't saying it and that stuff just pisses me off like you know what's going on like especially the peers they know what's going on but they're not going to address it they're going to put it under the carpet ignore it and focus on the little boohoo deals and stuff like this as if it never really existed but then we want to scream mental health issues which is totally fine and we should but we should also scream other stuff as well and this moves on to Yuande. Now, Yuande Babes. Now, this is where it really started for me. What I obviously was, I was just supporting and, and championing for her because I genuinely liked the girl. Like, if I found her annoying as hell, I would say it. Like, there were other girls on that show that I didn't really like as much, or, and guys as well. But she just came across as genuine to me, honestly speaking. And I feel like she genuinely struggled a lot in the show as well, especially in the first week. She was picked last, unfortunately. And then she had that triangle with Arabella and Danny, and Arabella was just calling it aggressive. Now, if you wonder was aggressive, totally fine you can call her aggressive because that uh, that is the emotions she did explain but you one day wasn't in that position in any capacity where she explained or you know invoked any form of emotion of aggressiveness at all so it's these kind of trials and tribulations that she went through and then she had to kind of you know sort it out herself and she was given this aggressive label and you know being picked last being picked as not as attractive and then she was crying and getting emotional very similar to Samira both of them got having those emotional moments or feeling like they're not loved or not wanted you know we have Daniel from the Casa Amor situation from 2018 when she thought Jack was cheating on her she was crying and getting so emotional and they decided to not give send the pictures 
anymore for future seasons because of the mental health toll that could happen that it could have on her. But what about Yuan Dane Samira, who was screaming and crying, you know, because they felt so insecure in the. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Because they felt nobody liked them when the producers could have happily sent in people for them. So... Because we know the producers control a lot of stuff. So why was Daniel's, Daniel, you know, received so much emotional support for her mental health, but the other girls weren't? Like, I feel like these are conversations people just don't have. And it's not just um, black women. You have brown men. You have black men that also have suffered in the show that we've seen. Sharif is another example who was kicked out of the show for play fighting with Molly when saying the C word. When we know a girl from last year, I believe Ellie, who said the C word happily. And I don't care if the rules have been changed. I don't really care if you change the rules within one year. Because that, that in itself is just dumb to me. Because they both said the same damn word. So, and if they were play fighting, Molly may said it was totally fine. Nothing happened. So why is it an issue? And then Sharif came out and said that she, he felt it was racism. And apparently other people in that villa like Anton who did blackface and Joe apparently was saying the N-word. Now, I don't know if that's true, but that's what he was saying. So these people are going around doing all this, but it's okay for them. But Sharif gets, gets kicked out for saying the C-word, which was said before in, in other seasons. And I don't care if you want to change the rule in the, in the, for the next season. Both of them said the same damn word. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like if a white person said that word, it would be okay. So that in itself also pissed me off because he also addressed it and claimed that he felt like he was, he was racism as well in an interview post the show. He was the one who, one of the few ones who spoke out about it. But then unfortunately, <clears throat> we have him and other islanders taking the piss out of your one day's name. And that in itself was something that still rubs me the wrong way because they were doing it so casually on live, just laughing around. Like, you know her name. And like especially Cherie being on the same season you guys know her name and if you guys don't know her name don't try and guess it in such a patronizing manner do you know what I mean like the deliverance was absolutely awful and I'm never going to forget that scene on that live because it's just it was just so ugly dark and sinister and people don't think it is and I find it to be so irritating and moving on to the next season which would just pass we had obviously you know Mike who went through so many kind of negative fictitious 
edits given by the producers where he was given this kind of you know soppy individual or this certain person who was told to dance xyz or certain person who was a game player when in actual fact he didn't even move on so quick from leanne to jess he took his time but it was made to feel like he moved on to sophie as well and you know he was kind of you know not bullied but spoken behind his back from you know mike not Mike, sorry, um, from Callum and Shauna and stuff like this that was going on. So I felt like he was really treated like he was a villain on the show and really enjoyed it. He made the show. He hasn't been given enough credit and I feel like credit needs to be where credit is due and he did a lot for the show. And the negative narratives that were poured down him, like torrential flipping rain, 24-7, I feel like was so unfair alongside the negative kind of tabloid bullcrap that was coming his way about all these offences and stuff and how he's also been treated in the police force all kind of ties down to it but love island producers didn't really help that situation either because coming out of the villa he really explained so much even when he was helping luke t and shawnice um with you know them asking each other out that was never shown as an edit they didn't even show mike and priscilla helping the situation that kind of rubbed them out and i feel like there's just too many of the situations where the producers have kind of rubbed Mike out in a way where he could have been seen in the positive light that he is. It's just too many, too many situations for it to be a coincidence. Now I know so many, so many uh, sorry, I know many of you guys are asking, you know, oh what about or child? I don't know if you guys are asking, but Ov and you know, Luke T and you know people like that, and you know they were okay, they were seen as grey, and Ov was seen as well. These people had white counterparts. And when you have a white counterpart, it's as if you are deemed okay. You are deemed worthy. You are deemed, I can now have patience for you or want to see what's going on here or then I like you. And this is the frustrating part for me. Had Ovi been with somebody of a person of color, would he be as popular? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't really, I don't really know. I don't, I don't know if he would be, if Ovi was with Priscilla, for example, if she was in that season or Leanne or, or even your one day, would he be even seen in such a light? It's a very interesting conversation. And we also have Leanne, who I tremendously defended, which I feel like people might have forgotten about. Maybe she's forgotten about it. I don't, I don't even know, child, if she even um, watched my videos and stuff. But before she the, the, um, the show even started and the cast was announced, they were going in on Leanne on Twitter. Like she was going through a lot of racism bullcrap, unfortunately. Just another hurdle that POC people face. And I had to make a whole video about it because I wanted to address the situation as quick as possible to be like, we don't even know the girl. It's been 24 hours since she's been mentioned as a new contestant and people are going in on her. And I find it to be so flipping frustrating because the girl hasn't done anything wrong now yes in the show she wasn't pitch perfect she's she knows it herself it is what it is child but i just feel like had mike not been there would she have another option or would she be in the same position as you wonder in samira food for thought we also then have naz who went through the whole aladdin comment situation and how you know he was completely ostracized he was completely sorry ostracized into some kind of disney related character that would fit a white supremacy kind of norm which was very frustrating to see as well and also people going in on his height like his height 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 when people like luke m is apparently five foot nine with shoes on my guy was just as if not a little bit taller you know than naz and he wasn't scrutinized for his height so why would naz be kem was never scrutinized for his height so why would naz be evidently because he's not a white individual and i feel like this is a very white related show anyways and you know just stuff like this i found to be very very frustrating and interesting that you know especially i feel like as a brown male you would struggle in that particular show as well unless you you know have your luck you would say in the first couple of episodes there can be a struggle because of the color of your skin and being a completely 
converted into a height issue was something that was played throughout the season and I feel like it was just very unfair and you have to be unbiased and I feel like so many of these individuals so many of these contestants from Marlin to Marcel to Montana to Samira to Yuande, Sharif, Mike, Leanne, Naz and I'm pretty sure I've missed out on a few as well have gone through so much on the show yet it's okay to you know, employ contestants on the show who have been exposed for being serious racist at hand here. And I find that to be very, very interesting. And, you know, if you do have your luck on the show, there could be a possible chance, not always, definitely not always, but a possible chance of, you know, where you are seen as some kind of fetish, especially with mixed race men as well. As yin, And I find that to be very sad as well. And I feel like this is a very deep and intrinsic kind of episode i wanted to do of love island in terms of the sinister side to it you know yes it brings you followers yes it brings you fame and can open doors for you but charlie can really 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 expose issues at hand here and i feel like you know they're issues that can be fixed do you know i feel like producers can fix these issues they can bring in people that are in that are interested for these people and I just feel like it was very sad especially to see Samira and Yuwande's you know journeys you could say Samira more especially because she just she was blind to it child I feel I feel like she was genuinely very blind to it but so many of these people went through so many kind of disgusting racist situations I feel and I wanted to do an episode on it just to touch on it and you know bring kind of a light to this situation at hand here where we have a handful of contestants and I know I've forgotten more I know there's probably more here or there that um from earlier seasons perhaps that I have forgotten and I feel like it's just really unfair and it just you know it's even more sad when contestants themselves don't even want to acknowledge it and it's like use it as ammunition it's literally given to you as ammunition for you so that you can use these issues that you've gone through be it you know whether you're embarrassed by it or not facts are facts and whether you don't want to accept it that's your own issue but use it as your as your ammunition it's given to you in a golden plate and use it to raise awareness and you can bring demographics to help support you to be like you know what this person is actually speaking out about stuff that he's went through on the show this is new this is different i'm into it like you could use it as a placeholder to start a competition to start a um, conversation sorry that can also maintain your relevance that a lot of people really aren't doing so hats off to people like you wonder who actually do speak out about it especially mike as well and you know really wake make awareness for the situation that they go through as well as sharif i feel like these three especially really do talk about it and other contestants unfortunately don't as much um i don't feel like it's a massive responsibility but i do feel like it is also very important because it's your journey you went through it speak the real accuracies about it because i feel like you just need to hopefully you guys have enjoyed this episode let me know where your thoughts are please use the hashtag i'm over it use that hashtag let me know i know i haven't come to you with a podcast in a very long time hopefully you guys are enjoying self-isolation and quarantining you guys are keeping busy and productive keeping busy and productive doesn't necessarily mean you know making a hustle or grind being busy and productive is anything that is good for your mental health and if that is you literally just doing nothing and if that is good for your mental health taking a rest a reset button chilling relaxing then that is being productive reason why is because you're doing it for your mental health get into your bag before you get into your feelings but before you even get into your bag get into your mental health child and make sure that is intact in peace in calm and everything else will follow suit
So thank you guys for this episode. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed it. Please use the hashtag I'm over it. I would greatly appreciate it. Please do subscribe to the podcast. Click that button. I want to try and be consistent here now. I'll come to you with episodes every two days. Every single two days I'll come to you with a new topic at hand here so that we can things so that we can get start uh, so that we can get things going sorry on this podcast and hopefully you guys have enjoyed it thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day thank you guys for tuning into this episode i hope you guys have enjoyed listening and if you have then tell a friend to tell a friend you can listen to my podcast on apple spotify and via the acos app or wherever you guys are listening to your podcasts don't forget to use the hashtag i'm over it and don't forget to click that button and subscribe for consistent content follow me on my instagram and twitter murad underscore morali and enjoy the rest of your day positivity is key 